Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Hello, eh? Canada Day is upon us. A day where all Canadians can get together and be extra polite to one another. Sorry, a day to raise our double-doubles to celebrate our first Prime Minister, Anne Murray. But the True North Strong and Free is under threat by foreign invaders. A group so vicious and diabolical they threaten the very existence of Canada herself. Geese. Yes, these so-called Canada geese. These flying badgers who ruin our picnics, chase our pets, poop in our ice caps, and deafen us with more honking than a traffic jam in Toronto. These birds are not friends, and you can bet when they fly south for the winter, they're hatching their plan. The plan that will eventually see honk be the only official language of this great nation. So this July 1st, while you're gathered with family and friends to drink Molson, eat beaver tails, and listen to Footy Prime the podcast, remember this. We're one flying V away from God Save the Goose. Let's get this party started. <laughs> I tell you, it's one thing to have two ex-pros on your podcast. It's another thing to have a professional voice guy. Hello! <laughs> because you never know what you're going to get. Hello, eh? This is Footy Prime, the podcast. But as Sharman said last week, famously, you already know that because you downloaded it and you're listening to us. <laughs> he is away, not because he invented that great line, but uh, I'm not sure what he's doing. So uh, I'm Brennan Dunlop in the saddle today. Happy to be joined by those two ex-pros, Craig Forrest and Jimmy Brennan. How are Hello, you, boys? Fellas, how you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm good, but I'm I'm wondering how good uh, yours and Jimmy's relationship will be after you had a what I'm assuming was a lovely golf date with producer Dan Wong. Wong, are you want to uh, let us know how the uh, 18 holes went? Uh, we uh, were see how nervous he is, Jimmy. See how nervous Rub he is, in. making up Rub lies. No, no, we. Lies. You know what? It was a beautiful day for Ronald McDonald House Toronto. So it was a golf tournament. So it was amazing. <laughs> Quick now thin, I feel eh, bad. Jimmy? Now Quick I feel bad. He didn't now say that on the moment, though. Yeah, we didn't. We wanted you to keep digging your own grave there, buddy. Give you a little rope. And uh, Craig and I had a wonderful day. Smashed the ball well. Our short game, horrible. horrible. We were hitting the ball between 250 and 300 off the tee each time. Hit a 
hit the fairway every time. We just couldn't do anything after, eh, Craig? Drive for show, putt for dough. Yeah, we were all show. We were all show. And Jimmy didn't come into my head once all day. I don't know about you, Dan. Oh, God. I forgot what his name was. Oh, so let me ask you something. So you're telling me 18 times <laughs> you teed off and hit the fairway 18 times There's in a row? Four of us. Yeah. So you just lied. We're playing so a we scramble. Get... No, no, we're playing a scramble. scramble. Yeah, dope. Oh, scramble. That changed again. Hey. Yeah, but he did tell me this. That's not true. He lied. He did say, Wonger, just so you know what Jimmy's like. He goes, I have my money on you, but Jimmy's a cheat. He'll he'll yell at you during your backswing. He'll go, yip, 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 when you're putting. He'll come up with all kinds of stuff to beat you. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 play, I play with three balls in my pocket. <laughs> oh, I found it. There it is. Just... Right there, guys. Perfect. Yeah, he doesn't even try to hide it, Wonger. Never lose a ball when I play golf. <laughs> but I, I still have golf. my money on you, even if he manages to cheat for Thanks, four Greg. or five shots. You Thanks, think Greg. Wonger could beat me in golf? Oh, all day long. What? Yeah. Wonger's pretty good. For someone who's not an ex-professional or someone with a vast amount of disposable income, although he may have it, <laughs> the first time i went out with him i thought oh maybe he is an ex-pro athlete not just a venue cup winner no challenge okay we'll yeah, have challenge. To but I, I do love how they they turned that into uh you know a charitable sob story there yeah no kidding eh? they didn't mention that the other day they just so when, when are we gonna do this up. when are we gonna do this match we got a lot of we've got a lot of video content on the agenda, Wonger. We need to we need to hire someone to uh, shoot this. We got to do the penalty shootout, me and Jimmy, before we lose the summer to the children. Yeah, we'll go up to that field up in uh, Aurora, Jimmy, that I saw my kids playing track at. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Isn't, isn't that Jimmy Brennan Field? No, that's the one been. next door. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's soft. I can dive on that. We can so what's it going to be? What is your competition? Odds. We can get these odds yeah. up online. We get North Star bets odds. Well, they were going to make a make a market for it. But what was the game going to be? Five shots each. I'm not shooting. I'm told them I was going to save. Yeah, it, no. It was, he them. said ten shots. So I'm shooting on him ten times. Yeah. It, we can run the tape back. I forget what it was, but he wagered that I would score more than I missed. Right, Jimmy? Is that what you said? No. Yeah. No, I would that's save not what more. you said at all. No. You said that I put more than five in. Well, then you you were going to score. You were no, going to score I more did. on me. I said you score more than I that. said you're not scoring. You might get a one or two. My money is on you, Dunny, on that one. Hmm. I got I got Jimmy on. Yeah, Jimmy can't be part nothing. of the making the bet and being in goals. It it doesn't make any sense. He'd let them all in then. Oh right? yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah, no, he is right. <laughs> okay, we'll run the tape back. Look, there's a reason I only host occasionally and not regularly. Okay. I can't remember everything. We'll uh <laughs> We'll sort it out. We'll plan that out. And then we have to now plan a golf challenge day. Yeah. I don't know how you do this in a foursome. Is it just that are we just comparing their scores? How yeah, we, we just all play our own ball. And then we watch Jimmy cheat the whole time. Yeah. We'll play match no, play. I'm very we'll play match play. It. All right. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It is the summertime. Are you guys getting sick of seeing all these footballers on holiday? I mean, I know that the papers love to follow the big ones around but i mean now that everyone's accessible on twitter and instagram and tiktok everybody's got a yacht everybody's got a club promoter friend in miami ibiza majorca <laughs> dubai as fans of the game like it is cool to see how these players are living you know off the pitch 
But when you see Messi and Fabregas renting a 260,000-pound-a-week mansion on a private island off of Ibiza that has six bedrooms, a 20-meter swimming pool, and 22 members of staff, now it makes me feel like the, the wealth gap is annoying. You know? That one makes me think, I'll never have a holiday like that. Are they happy? They look, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> they look, they look pretty bloody happy. Two, 200 grand a week for six bedrooms. Mm. Hmm. But it is a, a private Island off of, uh, off of Ibiza. And it's the, it's the staff that you're paying for at that. Right. What's the most you've ever spent for a hotel room. And, and you can't excluding the pandemic because the prices are insane right now. It's you get best Western for 400. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute. So pre pandemic, most of you ever paid for a hotel. Well, I know the cheapest one was an afternoon at the uh, motel up the road. <laughs> but 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 Wonger but Wonger paid the bill that time. Wonger paid the bill, right? It's amazing. It was like I don't know, like thirty-two dollars for an afternoon nap. I thought afternoon nap. What a great idea! It's an interesting advertising thing. Yeah. How was the nap? You wake How long up did itchy. You, yeah. <laughs> How long did you stay at the Swallows for? Oh, they're only allow you two hours. It's only for a nap. <laughs> a two-hour nap. Craig said it was therapy. Right. That's why. That's why Footy Pride picked up the tab. Did you get a shower as well, or did you have to pay for the water? Paid for. I have to pay for that the towel just, too. No, you could have the water. It was cold, but yeah, you could get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember the most expensive one. Probably uh, one that was paid by the clubs. Or whatever. I had yeah, one you... trip. I went to Vegas, and we uh, there was about six of us, and uh, finished the season. Went to Vegas. And we rented. Uh, we got a penthouse suite. That was expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was worth it because you're never in the room. <laughs> That's true. You're out the whole time. But when you are. But when you are. Yeah. It's. It's a beautiful view. The cable TV is great. Sorry, how much? Jimmy, you got to say how much, man. I can't even remember. It was Well, that's the was, fucking point. He said how yeah, much. I, you would have to tell us about the hotel. Well, you can only imagine it was a lot. It was, you know, a lot of money. You were with teammates? Were, were yeah, you two, I was, your I was, two brothers I, with you? Because that, that would justify no. the expense of the bill. We're, we're raising the price of the bill. No, right? there's no way I could have brought them to. There's no way. Can't afford but we, we we ended up flying from from Heathrow to uh, to Vegas. Yikes. And I had a friend of mine who was a stewardess at the time and got his good deals. So we flew first class. And in Virgin Airlines, they got um, you know this bar that's in the middle, okay, of the first class area. So as soon as the plane takes off, everybody goes and sits at the bar. Now, when I was at Heathrow before the flight. You know, I, I bought some flip-flops and I bought, you know, a couple pairs of shorts and some shirts and a few things to, to Louis, look the part. Louis Vuitton. Right? Yeah, that sounds like Jimmy, right? Shows up to the airport with nothing in the carry-on, just buys nah, it all there. I travel, I travel light. I travel light, guys. So I bought a few things at the airport. And when I travel, I've got this terrible, terrible habit of putting my passport in my back pocket, right? So I've got my credit card, debit card, and my passport. That's it. That's all I travel with in the back pocket. So the plane takes off, we get to the bar and we're sitting there for hours, just bantering, having drinks. Now I'm getting off this plane and I'm half in the bag now. Like, and I'm, I'm ripped. 
And as I'm walking, I'm going to customs and I give the guy from customs and I'm, I'm starting to feel, you know, you're starting to feel sick. You're just drinking beer. You're laughing. I haven't eaten much. Get the customs. The guy looks at me. I take the passport out of my back pocket. I give it to him. And as he opens it, like the pages are all kind of stuck together. They're, it's like damp because I've been sitting on this passport for like eight hours. With no boxers on. Yeah, with no boxers, right? And the guy looks at me. He goes, is this yours? I said, yeah. He goes, what the hell happened to it? I said, oh, I said, I sat on it. He goes, come with me. And this is the last thing that I need to do, right? American Customs right now where they're grilling you. They think my passport's fake now. The ink's starting to run a little bit. You know where you do your signature and everything's coming up. How sweaty was your ass? Oh, buddy, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Eight-hour flight, 18. So I'm in, I'm Ten-hour flight. I'm, I'm in this I'm in this little area. They're grilling me left, right, and center. So you're flying from England. You're coming to America, and you, you're Canadian. And what's happening here? I said, look, I play football. No, you don't. I was like, no, I do. I'm serious. And he goes, no, you don't. Then I'm – because I'm wasted as well, so I'm slurring my words. I'm all over the place. <laughs> Eventually, they let me out, right? And I forgot everything that I bought, my sunglasses, my, my flip-flops, my T-shirts, everything on the plane. So I went to the – I go to my hotel with, like, two T-shirts and two pairs of shorts that I had in my little carry-on bag, left everything. <laughs> it was a disaster. Nightmare of a trip. But a couple of days later, it livened up. But when you're there as well, we were supposed to be there five days and after three, I was calling the airline to get me out of there so I could change my flight. I needed to go home. So it was me and Marie Louis Jean, the right back, who was at Forest at the time. And he was he was dying, dying of death. It got to the point where you're doing anything just to get out of that city. And eventually we got out of there after three days, supposed to be there for five. I think Place that's how everybody you. feels at, at leaving Vegas. They're like, yeah. I, I should have left yesterday. Everybody leaves, but goes. I wish I had gone home yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what people say. That's Sunday night, like uh, eleven o'clock. That's the loneliest place in America. That that Vegas McCarran Airport, which they've recently renamed to somebody else. McCarran must have did something bad. It's they a deadly. It's deadly. It is deadly. You can't you can't go there for five days a week and party with the guys. That's like an in and out two three days. See you later. Go home. Well, you could, there's other activities you could do. What, when, yeah. you're 20, when you're 22 years old? Yeah, you got a nice racetrack there. You can go race, race. race oh, I'd love to go watch NASCAR just going around in a circle. Yeah. That'd be fun. You, can go, you go and shoot machine guns because there's places like that all the whole uh, fucking place. The whole state. I, That's the second I have, industry. I have no interest yeah. in shooting a gun. What about Wayne Newton? Have you seen Wayne Newton perform? No interest Mr. in Vegas? Wayne Newton. Oh, you come on. come on. You've never been to Vegas, man. No. How about Steve Newton? It's his little brother. He's a drug dealer. You could do cocaine, rohypnol. Yeah, no interest. You could do acid, ecstasy. No, I'll tell you what. I, I would have went to Cirque du Soleil. I would go see that. I saw Boys to Men in Vegas at the Mirage, and uh, it was like the show finished at nine forty-five. Awesome. We got an 11.30 flight out of there because the airport's literally 10 minutes away from the Strip. It's the best major city setup I've ever been to for that, getting out of there. I guess it's on purpose, Jimmy. This Boys to Men show was fucking amazing. Oh, it was great. Motown Philly, back oh, again. I grew I grew up on that, man. That R&B, I, I loved it. I uh, New Jack Swing. I wonder what my parents' friends must have said. Like, he's seven. Does he know what they're fucking singing about? All I listened to was like R&B. Joe to see... 
Yeah, Boys to Men was my favorite. That was my stuff, man. Well, B, you lived right across from 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 Detroit. Yes, I grew up in Windsor, so I uh, next to the place that invented soul music. Yeah, there you go. And they all left as well. They they did all leave. Yeah, yeah. Boys to Men were the last major band on the the Motown label. I think it had moved to L.A. at some point in the '80s. But if you ever get to Detroit and you're into uh, the musical history of that great city, the Motown Museum is is worth a go. It's worth twenty bucks. I highly recommend it. So. Wonger, do you got any uh, trips that rival that? Uh, nothing like that. Uh, my biggest, my best trip, I, it's a family trip. We went to, uh, we went to Puerto Vallarta with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to get a room big enough for girlfriend and the and girlfriend's wife. daughter. <laughs> girlfriend and her, and her wife and my, and my other, other lover. Three, three of us. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Gregor. And, and we, we I, played and, cards. And, and, we this, swam. and this one time at bank camp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know who's in the room right now that you're telling this fake story. This is oh, long. FC Snoresville. My no. favorite trip was a family trip. Oh, with the daughter the, sitting the, the in the room. The room was $12.50 a night, though. But I, I, there were two rooms. So that's all. I'm giving you the price. And how many people? For five of us, but three kids. It was everything was glass and marble and it was awesome. Gee, that's an expensive night, buddy. Port that was Bayard. five nights. Ooh. Five nights. Ooh. That yeah. was your best trip. Be- your best trip recently. Well, falling no, down no. a few times. Come on, our trip, you know, I mean, how can you oh, be our trip to Mexico? E oh. in fucking Mexico. What's what's wrong with that? Yeah. Ecstasy in Mexico. Mexico and weed and E and No, that was the name of the trip. That wasn't that wasn't what was consumed. The name of the trip was Ecstasy in Mexico. It was part That's of That's right. Yeah, con- your, exactly. Yeah, your, your Contiki <laughs> tour. Have you guys seen this? Uh you you've missed the boat here because you all love to travel. Eric Cantona has jumped all over this. He's got a, I forget the name of the company. And I'll, actually, if I remembered it, I wouldn't say it because maybe we can get them to sponsor us more. Mm. But they do like football tourism. So they go to these exotic places that have are famous for having big matches or special grounds. And Sorry, just, just to stop you there. What football ground is in an exotic place? Like Beats has got a stadium, they got a team. <laughs> what? Abitz, yeah, yeah, Mallorca? Didn't, didn't you see Mallorca? that? Zone? Yeah, Mallorca. No, but exo- exotic football, exotic locations. Like uh, there's okay. one, there's one in uh, Casablanca. They do Casablanca, Buenos Aires. I think they, I think they do Miami now. And yeah. it's this tour, and Canton is on this tour, and it's like you know you 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 overpay a little bit, but everything's taken care of. It's it's a couple of nights in this city. Did I tell you about yeah, my family trip? Game. <laughs> Holiday yeah. row. No, tell me, Dan, because I bet you went somewhere where it was like beautiful. Yeah, so it was all inclusive. <laughs> lots of glass. And lots of glass and marble. <laughs> and the people are really nice. <laughs> and every day they clean my room. They, they were so nice. I loved it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Brendan. Where, where'd you go? <laughs> I didn't go on this trip with Eric Cantona. But when I when I do go, I'll just tag you guys in the photos. I'm not This is me and Eric by the pool. This no, no. He'll be his missus. <laughs> My missus and Eric by the pool. Yes. <laughs> just for the audience that may not have caught your fucking comedy. <laughs> 
Brendan, can you take a picture of me and, and uh, Eric? Yeah. Brendan, I'm thirsty. Can you go get oh. us a drink, please? Just go to the bar and tell them you're with Eric Cantona. <laughs> Have you seen? He's got a show. He's got a, a, a show on Netflix. Uh, I forget oh. what it's called, En Francais, but it's called, in English, Inhuman Resources. Like or inhumane, in, inhuman resources, mm -hmm. inhumane resources, either one. Les, uh, les resources inhumaines. No, it's a déparagé. No? It just oh. hit me. And he's a legit actor, and he's very much like um, he's very much like a Liam Neeson type of hard done by good man that has all of these skills that make him dangerous. And it's a very very good show, well beyond what you would expect for an ex footballer who's most famous for Nike commercials. So if you want to go down that Netflix road and binge watch something new, search for Eric Cantona and, and give that uh, French series a watch. He's a cool guy. Got to give him that. Have, do you have any exchanges with him? Did you play against him? No. No. I didn't Cantona? Think so. You would have. Craig would have. Yeah. Did he elbow you in the box? No. Hit, hit to the nuts? Anything? No. Was he, he, was a, he was a clean forward? That sounds foreign for your time. Yeah. I remember reading a free kick over the wall and I sort of flagged him off. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You think you're pretty good, eh? <laughs> were, were there some players that you were much later, 9-0? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he wasn't uh, in that game, I don't recall. No, but I could He's see him it. seeing you if, if you ever crossed paths. Oh, hello, Nuf. Nice to see you, my friend Nuf. Yeah. I could see that being your nickname with him. Standing in that hallway in Ipswich, which is about two foot wide against that Man United side, you got Schmeichel, Monster, Canton, all big man, you know, like Keen. It's just like, oh, fucking hell, we're going to get shit canned here. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't. I think we won that one. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that the MLS sides that are standing in the tunnel next to Lorenzo Insigne and company and whoever that company may be come July 9th when he's supposedly suiting up for the team? Do you think that uh, it will be similar? That MLS fans will, or MLS players, excuse me, will be uh, as terrified looking across? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a test for them, yeah. It's kind of unique, isn't it? Because you get a player at that standard that will go to a league like MLS. I mean, no, no disrespect, but I don't know where it fits in the world of football leagues at the moment, but it's not exactly top five. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's not, it's not quite the David Beckham situation like when Frankie Yallop brought uh, Beckham to the Galaxy back when there was no rule. Remember, they, they made the David Beckham rule and the DP thing, and that was when it was really sort of born, right? Yeah. But his minimum, well, there wasn't a minimum wage, Jimmy, I don't think, back then. And I remember he said he, he had a guy that was working at, like, Walgreens, like, bagging groceries, and he was making $12,000 for the rest of the season as an extra body. Beckham comes to town. Next thing you know, he's got Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington at these parties and he's dancing and partying. He's like, this kid is having the time of his life. He can't even afford to take a taxi here. Yeah. That was the floor, though, 12,000. There was uh, each team had, I think they could carry five guys at that level. So they were always young guys or, yeah, these, you know, good luck stories or, or um, how long was this? How long was the season back then? I mean, they, it was still a still a full season. They still played the same calendar. Um, I do so forget how many months? games it was. Seven 20, months? 28, 38, 32 games, something like that. 
It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they started in April and finished in November. Jesus. Yeah. It's tough living on 12 K in LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, riding, a, riding a skateboard to training. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. I mean, that wasn't, I mean, Jimmy, you're in the dressing room too. And there was guys making. Oh yeah. You know, we had guys making, you know, 18, 15, 18 grand. And yeah, there was no minimum. I think they were the minimum wage or something. What is it now? 55, 45. I don't know. I is it no that idea. low? I think I think the those is Adidas players, that? those Adidas graduates, right? The Generation X. Yeah, but that's different though for them. Now. That's different for them. The ones that get uh, going to like it was what is it? Uh, Gen- Adidas Generation X or something like that. They had like a. That's what they called it. Something like that. They they were on they were on decent cash, but then Six- the other ones that just came in that you signed locally or whatever, they were on next to nothing. Yeah, those Adidas kids were on sixty, I think um when jordan hamilton was that class when he was that graduate i remember that being 60 so i'm not sure what the where the floor has gone now but it will be raised they've got more money in mls from that tv deal there's more partnerships and sponsorship deals every season it seems like and if you know when you bring in guys who are making 16 million net a year reportedly like lorenzo insigne that's raising the price for Everybody else. I haven't seen the number for Gareth Bale. Have you guys seen reported salary for Gareth Bale? It's got no. It'll be good. Free haircuts and free it's golf. a little bit like the Live Golf Tour. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but it's a, it's a good test, too, for these young guys. When they're lining up in the tunnel, they'll be looking at Insignia and Bale and all them. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, they'll soon realize where they are as a footballer very, very quick and realize where they've got to get to in order to be a top, top player. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is the next big name to make the jump? Insigne, Bale, Chiellini, those two in LA. I mean, mm-hmm. LAFC. They've. We said this on the last show. As an organization, they just get everything right, and you know they came close to being the first MLS team to ever win the uh, Concacaf Champions League, and they've been a very short period put themselves on the map as one of the flagship organizations in a city that. You know, has had the galaxy, but but struggled to have two teams before. They've really got it right. I don't know if they're going to bring in one more big name to complete it, but who do you think the next big name player is to make the jump across? Craig, your buddy Ronaldo, maybe. Yeah. This season, you think? We talked on the last show. United came out and said he's not leaving. I don't think this season. Same with Messi. Too too early. Eventually, they'll both come. Yeah, when they're 40? I mean, Jesus Christ. These guys are getting up there. Still banging goals, though. I know. It's I, phenomenal. So if they're banging goals in Europe and Champions League, mm-hmm. they're going to score goals in MLS. Ronaldo at 40, I'd take him for another three years, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I land him at center back. Yeah, he'd deliver. <laughs> he'd deliver on the pitch, and he'd deliver off the pitch. It's, yeah, 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 it's too good not to be. He would deliver. Honestly, I, I could... I remember seeing playing against Glenn Hoddle when he was managing Swindon, player manager for Swindon, and he was playing in the back. And he was like the, just the quality of just spraying the ball around, passing it into the front, putting it out the wings, hitting runners. It would actually be quite interesting to watch. It would be very, very nice to watch. What, Ronaldo at center back? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. No one's ever said that before. Hey, you can what, listen to the whole internet. Much. No one has ever said that on a podcast. They I don't know. I don't know about that one. Hey, if Ronaldo, Ronaldo could play in every position except for goalkeeper and be the best player on the field. I don't know about center back. You see the way he tracks, you know, he, he well, just about, I mean, forward. he's not Van Dyke, but I mean, like, but still I'm guaranteeing that he would be, he's unbelievable in the air. He could still leap. You'd take Ronaldo at center back over Salcedo right now. <laughs> Salcedo I'm just saying that he's that good. And there's no other player that certainly I'm a messy fan, but there's no other player that's ever played that I could say that could, could do that that's fair yeah, well look hey if, he, if there Smarts. was only one position it was jimmy brennan left back or ronaldo which gonna who do you think the coach is gonna take well all, all day me exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but look this is mls hey, with a salary cap we're talking hey, about right hey, any any footballer with footballer iq can play any position you can play anywhere mm. you can play anywhere what if they got my legs though no, I said any professional footballer. <laughs> no, well, you <laughs> didn't. Play anywhere. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I IQ. just want to yeah. get it in there. And breaking football news. IQ. Queens Park. I, my football IQ is too fucking good for these legs, okay? That's the problem. Because I know what I need to do. My body just can't do it. Where, what, what's your best position? I'm, I'm playing forward right now. You're in playing a, as a nine. I'm playing as a nine in a 2-1-2-1 in a two, one, two, one formation. How many games have you played? In this position? Yeah. Uh, probably 100. And how many goals have you got? Probably 12. Yeah. So let's work at something else. Maybe we put you wide. Maybe we drop you back into midfield. Or maybe just put him on the bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Left right out. I don't know. What do you think? Look, I had two, two goals in the quarterfinal. I didn't get a goal in the semifinal last night, but the Queens Park Strangers, my co-ed league team, were through to the final. Tuesday oh. nights at Cherry Beach. So... Where's the played, final? You've, you've played hundred hundred right. games and scored twelve goals as a striker. Maybe you think that's goals. good. I've lost the track of it. No, I don't and, think it's. And good. you're in a final, so that doesn't say much for the other teams. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, no this this season in uh, this season in uh, what eight games? Yeah, two goals. They came in the same game. How'd you score them? Oh, one was a beauty chip. Did I not go through this already? Oof, let me tell you. <laughs> Goal of my life, Jimmy. Oh, like Willie Mays, big man playing on the wing. Usually he plays up front. He's the guy that's got all the goals. Robey, he's just a just a gem of a big man. But when we're out there together, he's got to play the wing because obviously I don't have the legs. So he goes to send me this ball. Two defenders come in the way, and he just like, I can see that frustrated chip. He just blasts his foot into the ground to chip it over them. So it's coming over my left shoulder like Willie Mays, Wonger. And I can, as I'm following the ball, I can see the keeper coming out. And this never happens where I have awareness. And I just keep my eyes on the ball. As it bounces, I just hit it off the volley, the perfect chip over this keeper, who's probably six foot one, I should say. Boom, top left corner. It just said he was six five. He was six five, the goalie. <laughs> top corner in this metal, and one of these teeny nets, not, not the fucking real net, Greg. One yeah. of these teeny nets, which is harder to score on. Goal of my life. What's your best sport? Longer. <laughs> it's not golf. It's not golf. If if you no, if you had to try out for a team and try and make let's, let's go a sport. for a television show. If you had to try out for a television show to like be accepted by some scout of this fake television team, 
It would be hockey or soccer. Uh yeah, it depends on what the drills are. If it's if it's measured on goals per games ratio, yeah, I'm probably going to struggle. Remember that old show uh Pros versus Joes? Which right? sport would you would you ask someone to What do you think you have the best chance at beating a professional at? Well, we're going to do this with Jimmy. It's going to be penalty kicks. I'm going to do this with Jimmy. <laughs> but he's the goalie. Yeah. I don't know pros versus Joes. I, I, I often thought I haven't had the chance to uh, hit from a machine that's pitching like 90 miles an hour. Oh, that's hard. But I I was a decent hitter uh, when I was playing with guys that were throwing 70. Mm-hmm. So I I always felt like I wanted the challenge of the jump up. But it is hard to do. But of all of the things that I struggle at, yeah, maybe that would be, maybe that'd be my best odds. Can you run a post pattern? Can you run backwards? Like, Anything with about... running, I'm, prob- <laughs> I'm probably not doing well at. Let's be honest. But Why I appreciate you... you asking that honestly. That wasn't you. You would throw no, them off with how slow he was running. There's like oh, yeah. there's some some sort of trick going on here. <laughs> that'd be it. What in baseball? What's when they th- when the pitcher throws like 50 and it just freaks the batter out? The Ephus pitch. That's me uh-huh. with feet. The, I'm the Ephus runner out what, there. What the knuckleball? No, an EFIS. It's when a pitcher throws like hilariously slow. Oh, okay. Almost it's, lob they it look, in. They look the same. It's yeah, it, it ends up, you know, going like literally fifty miles an hour. And mm-hmm. the and the batter's just frozen because they've been seeing nineties. Coming out of the sky. Why don't you just join my dart team? Get you a little plaque. Win a championship. I'd How's your dart game? I'd come up there. I said to uh my dart game is decent. I said to Charmin at um this press conference, the Insigne press conference, there was a couple of couple of guys that were part of Insigne's crew, one of which was his father. I said, I give it two weeks before he's playing Jits with Jimmy. Oh, 100%. A little bit two, of bocce as well. Two weeks, Max. And he looked at us, and I could. T- he was looking for the other guy. You could see. He was like, oh, well, these two, are they with the, the cool one from the bridge? No. No, he was working that day. Didn't make it. Should have a wrestling match. <laughs> 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 you do you think that's the pro versus joe's i would win wrestling lorenzo insigne <laughs> yeah i think you got a shot <laughs> yeah what do you weigh what do you weigh now brendan <clears throat> oh god i was uh i was close to 200 earlier well that's time, twice right? as much as him yeah so you <laughs> might have a chance <laughs> i think i'm a buck 90 now he's so like a large flat. salmon <laughs> <laughs> All muscle though. All muscle that cat. BC oh, references. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. So finish on uh, on MLS or the speculation. I think the next person to come, and I would love to see it happen this summer. Uh, it may not if you believe what Atletico Madrid say, but I think Antoine Griezmann will be the next big name to come to MLS. Yeah, there's talks. Well, Atletico say he's not leaving, but how can they afford him? Right, that literally the the all these Spanish teams operate under what is essentially a salary cap now. Right, they have to have the, this government approved uh, book. I forget how they describe it, but essentially they're they're working under a structured salary cap now, and they've got Morata and Sal Nagef both coming back from loans. Mm-hmm. Right, Morata was at Juve, and people forget Sal was at Chelsea. They signed Axel Witzel on a free, but they can't make it official because they can't make it legal they can't register him which means they're not under this cap and Griezmann just hasn't been the same player since that Barca switch right so if you're Austin if you're the fire even they've got Shakiria now if you're New York City FC who haven't had a huge name that people know since David Villa and Pirlo and Lampard have a go with the guy I would do it yeah 
I think he would do well in MLS for sure. I just don't see him in Austin. <laughs> Austin is a, uh, a beautiful part of America. Um, from what I've heard, I only spent one night uh, outside of an airport there. But they've got the Grand Prix, and they've got uh, they're the they're the bachelor party capital of America, I think. Nashville's the bachelorette party capital, and Austin to, is the bachelor let's go party. Go to Nash, Nashville. Who's the uh, Who's the new cat that's coming? To TFCB. Domenico Crescito? Yeah, Crescito. So where was he? Like, we know Insigne played in Napoli, star there. Crescito was it? Yeah, Crescito played for Italy as well. He's a little bit older than Insigne, but they're uh, very good friends. Reportedly, they are best friends. So he left Genoa. They actually played. There's a photo that I was going to tweet from our account. It's a great reminder. I should do this now. I think it's saving my drafts. That the last match Insigne played, which very much was, uh, you know, his Napoli farewell, yeah, was against Genoa, and the result relegated Genoa, and uh, Crescito was the captain, Insigne was the captain. So at the start of the match, you know, they're exchanging the banners, and uh, they played against each other, and now they're playing with each other. Their last game in Italy was against each other, and they're now they'll be playing with each other at Toronto. And what kind of dough is he making uh, compared to Insigne? Well, Craig, it's not a designated player contract, so it's not anywhere close to that. He's 35. He's a fullback. It wasn't going to be anyway. He spent uh, 15 seasons at between Genoa and Zenit. He played in Russia. So he's got a ton of appearances. He's played for Italy. Um, it's a pretty penny, but they were able to get him under um, under a, a DP deal, like not on a DP deal. I mean, using uh, their, their TAM money, their targeted allocation money. So is this an exciting, this is exciting, Crescido also, correct? Anytime you get an international player from Europe, especially, it's very exciting. Okay. Yeah, yeah it is. And the fact that this was supposedly a package deal or uh, part of it um, shows that maybe whether you want to look at it and say Insignia has got some player power or look at it and say TFC understand, look, let's make this guy comfortable. This is his best friend. He's someone that can help our team and, would you know another good international to have in the league? Let's just let's just do it. Let's just get the deal done. So it, it shows that they you know they're not afraid to spend money. No, they'll spend money if it's the right players. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they know they got to be successful. And I think they're they're on the right track here to get it right. That's for sure. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Really. And the thing is too, because you know when you haven't seen you to go get other players now, it's a hell mm-hmm. of a lot easier mm-hmm. than when he's not there. Mm-hmm. because now everybody around the league, people in Europe are starting, okay, if I go to MLS, I want to win a championship. I want to be competitive. So they're putting the right pieces in place. That's for sure. Like all this talk. And everybody about- wants, and everybody will want to come. Mm. They'll want to come to Toronto. Well, we were talking about money and this was kind of my pivot that it's, they've, you know, TFC have totally changed the script for what is good money in MLS now. The bar has been raised. You know, Zlatan made 11, Kaká made 10, Javinko made 7. But they were still relatively market. You know, there was, oh, they were higher paid in MLS than they would have been in Europe, certainly. But very few in Europe are getting paid what Insignia is getting paid. And, and that U.S. dollar is very coveted by these players who, playing in Europe, even at the biggest clubs in Europe longer, would never get to that level. Mm. There's just not guys in Serie A that are on 15 million. Well, 
couple of guys at, at Juventus and when, Ronaldo. When, when Gio Benko was here, he was the highest paid Italian in the Ever? world. Athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Highest paid Italian. And then he so, went to the Middle East and made even more. Yeah. Is he still floating around in Toronto? Where is he, that cat? Yeah, I think he's still floating around in Toronto, yeah. He, he finished the season at Sampdoria. He signed for Samp in January, and he only got a handful of appearances in. I think he made 12 or 13 appearances. And, yeah, he's flying around in Toronto, so who knows? The rumor is there'll be two more names expected uh, this month, maybe before July 9th when Insigne is supposed to play his first game. I'm not saying that Javinko is going to be one of them, but it was rumored last year that um, that he would have been. Uh, I had I was uh, told by some people who were pretty confident that he was going to be back this year for sure. Um, season started, that didn't happen, so who knows? I think if they if they feel that he's good enough, they actually literally think that he can still perform at the, even close to that level. I think that deal gets done mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. But I think that's the question. Does and- he? And Jimmy's and the fourth. What's that? That would be three. That would be three players. Jimmy's the fourth. They're going to throw him some peanuts, a couple bananas. Yeah. Have him out yeah. there running around. No. <laughs> no, I think there'll be two more players. There could be two players that we know and like. And, uh, and then, yeah, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for, for TFC. Um, Jimmy's, Jimmy's got to work on his penalty save. He's got to work on his goalkeeping <laughs> and golf. Because I think he, I think yeah. this is going to be a bad sim- summer. Because I think Wonger's going to beat him at golf, nope. and, and Danny's going to just nope. score a whole <clears throat> bunch of goals. You'll be drowning your sorrows at beer fest in no time, buddy. If that happens, not happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's not happening. Not happening. Uh, feel like I'm dancing all over the place, but this has been a good show. <laughs> We've talked about a ton. Let's just hit some more rumors here since I threw out uh, some TFC rumors. Do you see Jonathan David linked with Bayern Munich? Mm-hmm. Huh? Some I hope so. Uh, I hope so. Credible sources saying that, but they were focused a bit more on Lille. I don't know if maybe the price that Lille want put Bayern in the category of a very few that could afford him, but 60 million euros is supposedly what, what they want. We know that Lewandowski's left Bayern. Yes, they've added Sadio Mane, but talking about having your friends in uh, in places to be successful, as TFC have done with Insigne and Crescito, I think it'd be pretty cool to see Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David together at club level, don't you, Craig? It'd be amazing. I just, I, I just don't know. I don't. I mean, is he a Bayern Munich player? Is he really at that level? I'm not convinced yet, but at 60 million in a club like that, they can afford to take their chance. Cause I also said, I wasn't sure that Fonji was going to be worth what they paid. And there's a lot of clubs where like, that's a lot of money, a lot of money, you know, and some clubs can afford to take a dabble. And if they don't work out, that's fine. Right. They can afford to make mistakes, but, uh, and Byron's one of those ones and they don't make an awful lot of mistakes. That's for sure. But no, they can do. Right. Like I think they, they've done their due diligence. That's for sure. You're going to spend 60 million. You got to make sure you get it right. Mm-hmm. So I'm and sure if you watch the last half of the season when he scored, what, three and 19, last 19 games or something like that. I, I think what makes this deal more, well, what makes this different from Fonzie, obviously, and talk about big money flops. They did have Renato Sanchez, remember? They spent 40 million on him before he tore it up at the Euros. They would have That's paid right. more if they'd waited a month, but it didn't work out. And it took him a couple of years to kind of rehab his career. And 
I feel like it was close to AC Milan done, but I don't think it's done yet. But might still be the the rumor. Um, he might go to PSG, I think, too. That being Ronaldo Sanchez, um, but he at Lille with Jonathan David kind of rehabbed his career and uh, and turned things around. But I mean, yeah, when Alfonso Davies went to Bayern at 18 years old for what was it, 18 million US? Mm-hmm. Most people thought he was going out on loan. Yeah. Most people thought it'd be a few years before he ever got in the team. And he proved that he could play at left back and that he was such a handful for anyone to deal with. Then he went and did it in England. One night in England, that does it for a lot of players on the continent, right? Yeah. And the pan- pandemic happened. And- here's, some, here's some good. I mean, the timing was really good, too, for him to ch- get that chance. I remember there was a center back. One of the center backs was injured. They moved the left back um, into – Alaba, yeah, who was, uh, you know, you're like, okay, he's probably not taking him out of that position anytime soon. Right. Alaba comes inside, plays really well there. Bonji gets his chance, hasn't looked back. Yeah. You know, if I'm Jonathan David and you got Bayern looking at you, I'd be yelling at my agent going, please, please get me there. Imagine the service that you're going to get. The service that you're going to get as a striker at Bayern Munich. Mane's there now and plus the players that they already have. Jeez. Mm-hmm. They will set him. They will tee him up left, right, and center. Yeah, that's the thing. You would you would imagine he's going to get so many chances. Oh, he's my going to. He God. Would. But their scouting, the, the, their scouting department's very, very good as well at Byron. They know what they're doing. And you're right, going back to to uh, Alfonso, you know, they've, they've been watching him. They spent some good money for him, for a guy that's relatively unknown in Vancouver. Did all right in, in MLS, and to see the potential that he had, and thought this guy's going to come in here and do a job for us, and look at him now. <clears throat> so they know what they're doing if they get Jonathan David as well. They're probably thinking the exact same thing. This is a guy that can score goals because we mm-hmm. got players that can create things around them. Yeah, and we can make him better. <clears throat> we can make him better. Mm. Yeah. Ionic man. Hey, have we ever talked about Richie? <laughs> His predicament. No, I don't think we ever did. Richie Larea, no. Um, that's we, an interesting one, yeah. We have spoken about it a bit. Well, yeah, we have. I think the latest is, though, I mean, they've been looking for uh, players in that position that uh, is Richie's position, which they've, is uh, a little bit uh, disconcerting. They've made him available on loan, is, uh, is the reports, if you're to believe. Yeah. So yeah. why well, I had said Wonger, ask these guys, you know, if you're Richie, obviously you believe in yourself, you want to play in the Premier League, you want to fight for your place, but... At what point do you mm. start looking for options? Do you go through a full preseason? Are you are you battling in preseason for the place? Mm. You wait until the season starts a couple of games before you really have your agent aggressively on the on the blower trying to make a loan move happen. But the way the club is shopping, and if these you know reports have come out, so, someone there must be smoke. Uh, what fire where there's smoke? What is that? Where there's smoke, there's fire. The That's cliche? it. I should stop using cliches. Cliches are for other shows. Yeah, but the two papers that we're no fire doing a podcast smoke. with. <laughs> the p- there's no, no smoke look, without fire, dickhead. They're looking at uh, they're looking at left back. They're looking at a right right back, left back, and a right back. Right. So with yeah. Richie now, if if I'm him, I'm going. I want a good preseason, and I want to fight for my job. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Premier League now, in a big club. I've got to fight for my job. I'm going to a World Cup, so he's he's got to make sure that he gives himself a chance, at least fights, 
And then if he's not getting in, then that's when he start going out to the agent, going, "Look, I'm not getting a sniff." Right. But, right but Jimmy, I think the problem is right now with mm-hmm. uh, with that is that uh, they probably had a conversation. And if you're looking at if they're looking at other players, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, so I got to I got to fight for a position that they've already saw me in training a hundred times, and now they're going to buy somebody over top of me, and if I'm not playing come November, I might not be starting at the World Cup. That's a different right. situation, right? You got to well, get out there and get into playing. And once you get into that preseason, you're getting late in the game to get that opportunity to move. And next thing you know, he might be well, stale come no, November. No, not necessarily, because he came midway through the season, right? Yeah. Gambers, the, the gaffer's not going to gamble on him right away because obviously he had his, his moments where he had to take off and go with the national team for qualifying. But when you come into preseason, you're going to get games now in a squad. Because he hasn't played. He's trained. You can train all you like. The gaffer's got to look at you in match situations. And when he's come onto the pitch, he's done a good job. But we haven't seen him playing 90 minutes here, 90 minutes there. In preseason, he's going to start off getting his 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. And it's going to be a different story for him now, where the manager's actually going to say, okay, look, I've got a good 90, 90, 90 look at him, and I think he can do a job. And his next preseason game, yep, let's give him another 90 and see how he goes. Then you start building that trust. It was difficult for him when he came in. It's always difficult going into a club halfway through a season. Because I, I agree his- with the fighting part and that <laughs> and getting an opportunity. I'm not sure he's going to get 90 minutes even preseason. In some games he will, but I, I, I honestly think that the gaffer does not fancy him. Not at that level. And we said during the playoffs, like, you know, he wins it. It's like, yeah, you're in the Premier League, but are you? Is this the best thing for Richie Larea? Not sure it is. And as it proves so far, it's not. If they had stayed in the championship, they would have been probably talking about Richie starting next season. Mm-hmm. So if the opportunity comes about for him to return to Toronto, would you want to see it, Craig? You know, I would from Toronto's standpoint, but I think from a professional standpoint, he's got to stay right over there in the shop window. He's got to play in that football world where they can actually think, you know what, he's playing in a system right now that we think he can he can match. If he comes back here, um, I don't think he's gaining anything by it other than playing on a regular basis. It all depends on what he wants to do. But if he really wants to stay over there, and if it's not Nottingham Forest, it's going to be somebody else, then he needs to stay in the, in the system yeah. over there. You, you want to, you want to stay in Europe, especially going to the world cup. Cause if you do go to the world cup and you put it on, you have a good showing, you got a great chance of moving elsewhere. Yeah. It's amazing. Europe. The world cup, isn't it? Cause you can play literally three games, three games, and you got to scout a guy more than three games, but they do it all the time. Euros play three or four games. Oh, big money moves. We brought like uh, Chilean, uh, Javier Margas uh, when he played in the, in the world cup. A couple of guys from Croatia, not from the '98 guys, but those guys were just older, so they sort of started to break down. But it's amazing the chance chances what clubs will take on the performances just of just a few games. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hemis Rodriguez got that big move after an amazing World Cup, and he had I think four games. They lose to Brazil. Yeah, but he was yeah. outstanding, and he's he's still getting paid because of that right he's collecting big money i think he's in the qatari stars league rumor is he wants to be elsewhere but on qatar's point um see fifa gloating about selling 1.8 million tickets to the world cup i mean we knew regardless of the questions that there were around this tournament people would go um majority of those tickets were bought by locals bought by qataris but the top countries where fans bought tickets elsewhere other than qatar canada 
England, France, Germany, India, Saudi Arabia, Spain, the United Arab Emirates, and the United States. And when I first read that, I went, wow, the, the second biggest country of t- ticket purchasers is Canada. Amazing. And then I realized that was listed in alphabetical order. <laughs> but still, <laughs> pretty yeah. amazing that uh, of all the countries in the world and the countries buying tickets that, you know, I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but uh, Canadians are going to be there cheering on the team. I think there's 9,000 Canadians live there in Qatar working, something like that, I heard. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Craig Forrest did that off research. It's pretty amazing. Can, can you put you that know, on longer? I do, I do actually read a little bit. I know, buddy. I know. Yeah. I see <laughs> you read a menu. Yeah. Uber Eats. <laughs> can you the, threesome, the threesome yeah. at the Boom restaurant. That's right. What are these jalapeno things? Yeah, I hear they go good with the knuckles. <laughs> if we do, if we do get to Qatar together, are we going to discover that you have some weird eating habits? Like what? What are your restrictions? What do you eat? Anything. Are you a limited eater, Craig? No, I'll eat oh, anything. Danny, he'll have the heaviest bag going through customs because and everything will go off because it'll be forty-eight cans of brown beans. Oh. And chili. So a couple no. boxes of KD. No, he'll be eating that. He'll be eating the things that no one eats in Qatar. Like he'll be eating the boxed hummus. He'll be like buying all the shit that no one would ever buy because they're like, you just should have it fresh. It's like, oh no, it's just better. I can just open in the middle of the night whenever I want. Yeah. And sometimes I just give it to the anything cat. Anything they eat there, I'm willing to try. I don't think they eat anything like crazy, do they? I could. I wouldn't say that if I went to China. If they said, yeah, I'll eat anything, I'd be like, whoa, hold on, that would. That would be a stretch. They they eat anything. If it's got four legs and it's not a chair, they'll eat it. I'd give it a go. Me too. Yeah. I'll eat anything. Yeah. And then remember, I'll travel with my with my sunflower seeds. Remember when um, Eddie Berdusco went to China and he thought, yeah, I like Chinese food. He was like, whoa, it's not the Chinese food you get in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> was he eating some uh, something that woofs? Oh, I don't know about that, but lots of lots of jellies and snails and snakes and all sorts of Ooh. crazy stuff. I'll eat snails in a second. Yeah, lots of butter on there, right? Little yeah, I love it. Escargot. Escargot. Ooh. Yeah. Have some of that. Garlic butter, for sure. Well, I feel like there'll be a lot of escargot and expensive foods in Qatar. Everything will be expensive. So, Craig, why don't you send out a message to these 9,000 workers on Twitter? And ask uh, if any of them have four beds, cots, or places on the floor for us to crash. That's what it's getting to, I think, over there. Yeah, they've got uh, they've built marinas just to have boats docked on, so that people are sleeping in boats. That would be fun. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that close quarters with Jimmy, though. I feel like I need a hotel with walls and a room. What <clears throat> you think I'll spoon you? I'm a bit worried about the nudity. That's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can't put up with the nudity, you better look for a hotel room now. He grew well, up. Are with, we, like, are we not and I comfortable? Both grew up with two brothers. Nudity is all in from the beginning. You just walk around. You pee together. You pee in the same bowl. Try and fill it up. Make all the bubbles in, in the in the toilet. Don't right, cross Jimmy? the stream. You did that, right? You don't. You don't got to ask me twice to strip down. Yeah. <laughs> When it's time to sleep, I'm comfortable. Yeah. Everything's air conditioned in Qatar, though. You can wear clothes. 
You can wear clothes. Yeah, but you don't sleep well. Don't force Jimmy to wear clothes. Come on, man. No, it'd be like forcing Craig not to swear. We'll we'll get you one of those bubbles. You can be bubble Brendan Dunlop. <laughs> to, to protect myself from overnight right. abuse? You just yeah. zip yourself in and zip yourself out. Um, yeah. You'll just hear me whispering while I'm spooning you. Hey, shh, just keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like Barry White. <laughs> hey, don't let's worry. go sleep. Don't let's worry. Go don't, sleep. Be, don't be nervous. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I it's already not- look. My eyes already look like I'm in my 40s or 50s, guys. Don't don't uh, take away my beauty sleep. You worry about your looks too much. Nah, let it go, buddy. Let, just let it go. I did. I used to. I just let it go, man. I'm like a melting ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> that candle has been burning oh, hours. It just <laughs> melts away. <laughs> oh. Wonger, is it that time, buddy? We sure, buddy. In a minute. Uh, but I want to before we. Footy picks. Oh no. Oh, foot, are we doing footy picks? No, it's there's nothing footy. to pick. No. Yeah, that's what I was. That's. that's oh, all right. It's oh. footy picks. It's footy picks. It's footy picks. Apparently, it's footy prime. Yeah, give us the live update of the game that I'm missing because I'm here with TF- you guys. I didn't want to miss another show. TFC's down, two nil. Who are they playing? Columbus, Columbus Crew. And they should be down. Zawadzki scored in the 18th minute, and uh, Nagby scored in the 30th. Apparently, uh, Zawadzki's goal was ridiculous. Hmm. 2-0 down. Well, for anyone that's listening to this at 11 p.m., and they can see the highlights of this, uh, we'll be happy to get the live update in there. Yeah. But, yeah, again, uh, would have liked to have been at the game, invited y'all to the game. Here we are recording this great show. Oh, and just another one. Forge and Valor, nil-nil at halftime. Mr. CPL. Mm. Love it. Well, we'll support the Canadians. Horrors will nick that one. Absolutely. And and in future, we'll add some weekend fixtures, uh, some CPL fixtures to our footy picks here, Wanger. But since uh, we are a couple of days away, I'm not going to say the odds. So let's just pick because the numbers will change. But if you're looking this weekend on uh, North Star Bets, you can find some good ones. TFC are hosting Seattle on Saturday. They got a real stretch of home games here at TFC, do. So who do you fancy, Craig? TFC home to Seattle. Ooh. Based on this update that we've got now for this Wednesday match against Columbus, they're losing to it. Uh, yeah. First half. I'm gonna I, would, a, I would fancy Seattle. I would fancy Seattle too, but I think they're good for a draw, TFC. This uh, should be, I, I think, the last game, second last game before Insigne. Last game before Insigne. The next Saturday, the 9th, he's expected. So they'd probably want to put it all out there and put a good showing on. So you've taken the draw. Okay. Scoreline? I bet he's watching the game right now going, what the fuck have I done? What the fuck? Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 15 million reasons, 15 million reasons, 15 million reasons. <laughs> but if the if the hospitality and the crew that, you know, make them comfortable, if they were on top of it ahead, I'm sure that they, like, made a meal around kickoff time. So like, the first half is distracted. He's eaten well. It's just the last 30 minutes that really matter, right? Right? Yeah, of course. All right. Did you give me a score here? No, he didn't. 1-1. One, one. Jimmy? Well, guys, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to take TFC. I think Seattle's doing okay. They play Montreal. Is it tonight? At home? And I think Toronto C is going to beat Seattle... 
two one. You sounded convincing, other than the word "I think" or those two <clears throat> words. Well, I can't say I know. Yeah, so. Well, you have to if you're that. Like, you got to know. People, my, people are did, losing money here without you know. Did my voice sound that confident? No. Eh, so I think. Yeah. 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 I think I'll leave that bet alone. <laughs> Seattle does play Montreal uh, tonight on this Wednesday. It hasn't started yet. It's in Seattle, yeah. so they're making the trip east. And because yeah. of that, uh, you know, it's a few hours earlier, but it is on Saturday, which they're used to playing early games on Saturday as it is. I'm, I'm going to take Seattle 2-1. But I'd be happy to be wrong, TFC mm-hmm. fans. I'd be happy to be wrong. Wonger? I am taking... Seattle two zip. What? Ooh, what? 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 How? I not what I, I was expecting. I I'm not going to be a homer this week. I'm telling it like it is. TFC is you, you too inconsistent right now. I think Wonger's the that that's that's the bet. Without actually hoping Toronto will get something like I do, um, I think that's the bet. Two nil Seattle. Honest Wonger. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's not I, bad. You laugh because it sounds funny. It's, yeah. Well, no one usually says that to no. me. <laughs> Honest, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, Dan, honest yeah. doesn't like, sound right. No, honest day, Blinken. You're gonna have to change the shirt. You, how many times have you? How many incarnations of two two Wongs don't make a right, but they they make a party? You and the brothers, that's, you got those shirts? No, but that's a good one. I also just want to get a T-shirt made of my face and put that guy and hand it out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you cover a lot of like oh yeah areas, right? Sure. For that guy. We that guy. uh I think we can get that made. We got some good connections now. We can get yeah. that made. Some point. All right. Some Next, point. Last game. Vancouver playing host to uh Mark DeSantos and Gareth Bales LAFC. When does he get here? When's his when's his first game? Did you great, see that? That's a great question. Uh will it be that game against Vancouver? I would Hey, they're good without him. They're good without him. LAFC are top top of the West right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Earth Bale's mm-hmm. expected arrival or his first game. It That's doesn't matter. Game. I think LA win that game. 2-1. July 8th is the expectation. July 8th. Same as Insigne. Uh, that would be the same weekend, yeah. But Ooh. I... I Oh, they, when they take on FC Dallas? Oh, okay. I thought they had another Trafico coming up. I thought, oh, my God, could you imagine? Zlatan made his debut in the first Trafico, which is one of the best games in MLS history, at least. That was brilliant. Most entertaining games. That was awesome. Yeah, Wonger, if you haven't seen that or anyone who hasn't seen Zlatan's goal, maybe I'll just tweet it from the account tonight. Oh, put the highlights, all the goals. It was amazing. That, that, what a that, game. that game was insane. They had it on national TV. Remember, it was on ABC, mm, and it was like yeah. it was such a big deal. LAFC were trash in the first half. They were getting the doors blown off them. Uh, excuse me, the Galaxy were. LAFC were amazing yeah. for uh, expansion team. Mm-hmm. And then Zlatan came on and he scored one of the best goals in MLS. Yeah, that like 50-yarder one. That's it. That's yeah. it. No, I've seen it. Yeah, I love that goal. It's fantastic. Special. Um, sorry, where were we? Oh, there is a, that. Sorry, I was wrong. There is a Trafico on the 8th. Really? So what's the Dallas? I don't know what I was reading. It was Spanish. LAFC play the Galaxy on the 8th. And what I'm reading is that is the first game that he should be available. So, holy so shit, so what a start. Him. You won't see him. 
<laughs> he's golfing. Yeah, they play at LA, LAFC. Yeah, yeah, s- still amazing. Like that, those those games are are must watch, regardless of uh, who's in the mix. Whether it's just the two Mexican stars going up against each other, that those games have always been great. Um, what did you say, Craig? Did you say two one LA? Yep. I'm gonna go because this is this is the calm before the storm. I'm gonna go two one Vancouver. Ooh. Jimmy? Uh, 2-1 LA. And Wonger? 2-0 LA. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is your calm before the sto- storm. It's going to be like uh, the game that Jimmy and I went to with Atlanta. Toronto played so well because they knew someone was coming. And I think that's how LA is going to play. They're going to play like, hey, we got to prove something. No one's taking my place. Yeah, that's what they're doing tonight by the sounds of things. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but he was there. He's probably not there tonight. They're missing us, Wonger. Yeah, he's they are. In stadium watching. Yeah, poor poor guy. Guys, get him a big chair, sit in. Well, you need a car seat to drive? <laughs> he's not that small. 5'5", five, five, maybe? How tall is he? I think he's listed 5'4". No. Yeah, and if you list yourself five four, you're not five. You're really five three. Yeah. Wow. That's we incredible. Man. He's a bit wee. Yeah. He's a bit small. Uh, he's listed at one point six three meters. What's the translation online. on that? Go five three. Think he five, can four. kick himself in the head? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in proportion. I don't think that matters. Hey Siri. What's 1.63 meters in feet and inches? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Siri, can Insignia kick himself in the five, head? 5.4. You're mm-hmm. right. 5.35 5. is what came up. Oh, for me. I got 5.4, 1. Point, oh, wow. You got to stop using that Apple phone. Oh, he rounded up, four. eh? He rounded up to 5.4. Five, five, three and a half. Jeez. So it might limit his car purchases. Like, I feel like, you know, when you're that height, I'm sure you, Craig, you had to look at certain vehicles. Uh, somewhere off kidding? limits, right? Because you're t- so tall. Same for him. You so can he... always you can always buy any car if you're short. They so always... you should go shopping with him. This should be a bit, Wonger. Craig goes car shopping to find mm-hmm. a nice American car for Lorenzo Insigne. And Craig just goes all the ones that he couldn't fit in. And he recommends those ones to Lorenzo. There's a bit. There's a, I like that bit. There's a lot of cars I can't get in. Right? And then and there you go. God bless Mazda of Brampton. That's how they sold a Mazda Miata to Lorenzo Insigne. Mm. I could see him in a little Fiat. A Le Car? One of those little Renaults? A Fiat. In a Fiat 500? Mm. Come on. Yeah, it's low to the ground. Alpha. You don't want him to roll the ankle getting out of the vehicle. That Alpha Coupe, that 4C, that's, that's a beautiful vehicle. The Alfa Romeo 4C. You're getting that. All right, enough shouting out sponsors that don't give us money, Wonger. <laughs> you like that? Okay. Yeah, stop it, Wonger. All, All right, right. yeah. 
I used to do that on on Sportsnet all the time, and uh, I, every now and then I'd get a message from someone and say, I was like, "Hey, man, big fan, love all your bits and stuff, but can you please stop saying these fucking company names? It's really causing shit over here." I'm like, "Oh, are you texting me from the like the steak dinner that you're having right now at this fancy place on King West that I've been to once in ten years for a serious anniversary?" Play uh, the game, Dunlop. LOL, Play bro. Yeah, how did you know? Shut up, Andrew. Shut up. <laughs> Play the game, Dunlop. Make it easy on your sales team <laughs> too busy watching the games all fucking three thousand of them <laughs> um right. uh, jimmy and i have a shout out to our grade eight grads hey eh, jimmy yep so what's your son's name again phoenix phoenix yep phoenix so proud of the young Brennan. boy Good i went you. from phoenix arizona all the way to Tacoma. so where's he going to is he grade nine next year upgrade up in nine. new market yeah he's going to new market high nice so Who graduates from grade eight? Did, we, did you guys, any of you guys have a graduation yeah. for grade did Yeah, you? I did. Yeah, it's yeah. Ontario. Ontario does it. Oh, it's a yeah. thing? You, yeah. UBC or you're what, middle school or you go to high school early? I think my wife went to high school from grade seven until she graduated. Yeah, UBC? There was no, there was no middle, middle school. Well, there. I had a middle school. I went to elementary school to grade seven. Then eight, nine, ten was junior high. Oh, okay. Charles, Charles Best, which is now, I think, a high school in Coquitlam. Um, and then went to Centennial High School, which is just 11 and 12. Hmm. Did you see the, there was a bit, I forget who did it, if it was Uninterrupted Canada, and they had the Miami Dolphins trying to pronounce hometowns of their teammates, and there's a guy from Coquitlam. So they had all these Miami Dolphins that had no idea. They're just like, nope, not doing that. They're like, Coquitlam. Cock. There was no cocks, surprisingly. Yeah. No, No coq people i think if you're not if you have no exposure to french you're not thinking that oh. is it french coquitlam no. it's native it's yeah it's nations. an indigenous, indigenous. Name, no? yeah. yeah but coq like le coq sportif, coq, coq sportif that yeah. is a, i think if you have no exposure de francais you're probably not thinking that right yeah. anyways i had to shout out lila wong grade eight uh from saint pat's graduation and she won the principal's award and uh Tied for best athlete of the year. Hey, hey. those Vanier Cup jeans, buddy. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. I we'll saw see. your bumper we'll sticker, so I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, hold on, hold on. Watch let's out go. for wildlife, is what mine says. No, let, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> None of this. I'm proud of my grade eight. Anything. Just like watch out for dead animals. <laughs> you asked me. So what's Lila's best sport? She's Lila's a good volleyball. Award for volleyball. Volleyball. But she's a good basketball player too. Yeah, and she came second in shot put. Hey. Strong, strong at at the Catholic track meet. There you go. Well, that, nice. Was the training throwing those bathroom tiles on the floor that you've never installed? <laughs> I did install. Them. You did? No, oh, nice I haven't yet. No, no, no. Wow. I just got a quote for a fence today, and I felt like such a loser because it's like all, everything he's talking about. I'm like I can never do any of this stuff. N- nothing. You can do it all. Uh, have you seen me? Have you shook my hand before? <laughs> You're right. You I have the softest it. hands. I, He's got I, the, the hands that looks like you do nothing. Yeah. If there was any doubt, oh. I'm half, if there was any doubt that I'm only half Portuguese, shake my hand. Jimmy, if you guys do, if we do get to Qatar, you're going to get to touch those hands in the nicest way. Oh, I'll be touching them. You'll be holding my hand down the streets. <laughs> you, yeah. In that part oh, of the yeah. world? Yeah, you guys should. See how long we, it lasts. Yeah, we'd have no hand. We'd be leaving with... Stumps, yeah. buddy. No, you know, our, our they listening... would bury you up to your necks. Oh, our yeah. rate, our rate, he's chopping his ass every minute. There, come here, done. 
our, ra- on, our ratings up. in Qatar and Saudi Arabia, we keep sneaking up. And I'm sure it's because their governments are listening in on us now. They're oh, like, yeah. who's the number one podcast in Canada yeah. talking about Qatar? And we're oh, like, yeah. bone sawing it and golden thrown. hands. Yep. All the embassies Craig, are. Craig's going to Pride. Like, we're we're going to be screwed when we're there. Yeah. They're going to bury me out to my neck and stone me to death. Oh, man. I want to be there. <laughs> I'll be I'll be passing out, I'll be passing out the stones here, guys. Try these ones. Well, you won't be throwing them because you would never hit me. Yeah, come here, guys. Yeah, grab these ones. They're good for skipping. Here, try that. <laughs> I'll be like. <laughs> and if and if you want to read about some serious horrific incidents like that, keep buying newspapers. Sherman always says. And on that note, gentlemen, cheers for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.